All right, welcome again to the Create Forward Show. I'm Ward Andrews, and today I'm excited because we have a guest, Bob Carroll, who's here with us. Bob is the CEO and founder of Mutual, which is a dating app specifically for members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for being here today. I really appreciate you joining us. Glad to be here. It's fun, yeah. to, fun to chat. Thanks. So the Create Forward Show is a show about creativity and how to take creativity to live a 10 out of 10 life, a meaningful life, your best life. And I'm excited to have a software product creator on and someone who's created a software product that really helps bring people together, people that have shared interests and beliefs, and they come together and they get to create their best life. And I'm just curious, Bob, to start out, how did this idea come about and how did you go about starting to create the product? Yeah, that's great. Um, so the idea came about as I, I was teaching a class at church with my wife. We were co-teaching and it was with a group of singles, single adults. And so we'd get out of that class and we'd talk sometimes about, you know, gosh, this should be easier for them to, you know, facilitate relationships and, and uh progress and get married. And obviously my, my Bethel background has been in software development. And so that, that evolved. And then I also had a member uh, of our congregation at the time come up to me and say, Hey, I've got this idea. I know that you're in software development, so we should uh, chat about it. And it was the same idea, right? Awesome. So I think you get that momentum of, of multiple yeah. individuals that come together. And, uh, and so that was the, the beginning of it. The genesis of it. Thank you. So many times I've found in creativity, um, the idea is sort of out there in the universe, and it's really a matter of who's going to take action and make it real, mm -hmm. right? And it sounds like that was you and some friends and some people at that moment, but you actually made it real. We did, yeah. And, and it, was, it was one of those things that it was such a good idea at the right time that uh, I told them, I said, that this is great, let's do this, but I don't want to talk to you about it in this forum. You know, let's, let's kind of sequester ourselves in a yep. sense yeah. and because you know obviously competitive advantage first to market all those types of things come into play and and, and it takes a while right it's right. a creative process it's a build process and you don't want to just let um you know other people creep in on that and so we gotcha. we kind of kept this real private uh, outside life where we would uh, talk on, on the regular and get that thing going. But then when we'd see each other in the larger social settings, it'd be like, yeah, we don't talk, we don't <laughs> talk about, about that about our secret here. skunk works project here, people. <laughs> okay, so tell me about focus and creativity. When you do sequester yourself, you give time, energy, money, commitment, intention to something. Mm -hmm. How does that, the process of doing that, how does that help make it real versus just talking about it? Yeah, I think, you know, I feed off energy of other people, right? And so I can have a great idea and say, okay, I'm going to go spend some time by myself and do something. Maybe, you know, you got some sketches and some words that are down on paper. But I feel like as you start to brainstorm and bounce things off, you know, it p picks up that momentum. Like the ball bounces off the wall and it picks up more energy as it bounces off. Absolutely. And so I, I just love that idea of, of being able to do that. And I think you know, also you get a little bit of accountability in it as well, where now all of a sudden it's like, okay, well, what, what's the next step? So the business logical side s kicks in. You say, well, let's get together on, you know, Wednesday and let's talk about it and let's agree that we're going to progress it, progress right. the idea. And so that really helps it uh, as well. Because I think you have to put some 
some constraints around that creativity, you know, to encourage it and make sure that it's going to happen. I love that. I love nurturing creativity through accountability and a plan and taking action, things that Mm -hmm. you talked about. Uh, In software and really in life, when you're creating anything, what happens when there's a lack of accountability or a schedule? (laughs) <laughs> like, how have you seen that play yeah, out? Doesn't doesn't get done. Just doesn't happen. Know, yeah. Right. I think you could ask my wife that, and she'd say, "Well, you know, <laughs> if I don't have have this done, you know, if there's not a party at our house, something's not going to get fixed. If I don't put a picture of it on the refrigerator, it's not going to get purchased. Right. There's there's been some make few, it real. Yeah. There's been a few things that we've we've experienced over and over again in our 35 years. That, You've learned some things. Yeah. We've we've got some some habits now that we can put into action that help uh, help that make to, it real you know strengthen our weaknesses understand we have weaknesses and if you don't put some of those uh, play, some of those patterns in place you may not get the results I love that like my wife and I have a joke that if we think about the trip we just need to book it and put it on the calendar yeah. and then it happens. But the funny thing is by the end of the year, we've made a commitment like 30% of the year travel. Mm. Like it, love it. Yeah, it happens. That's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, <laughs> why not live a life of full of experiences? If you think you can do it and you have the means to do it, you should do it. Yeah. And I, then you grow when you, when you do it. I, I may have you beat on the 30% travel. But, nice. But, Good job. But but <laughs> but that's not all pleasure travel. <laughs> there's a lot of business travel there too. There's, there's business travel. Oh, there's family it. business. You know, like family things. There's also business business. Um, yeah. But yeah, we're we're on the road. Uh, yeah, probably seventy percent of the year. Wow. It's, it's you have us beat. Outside of Arizona, what I mean, right? Arizona's gotcha. a home base. It's been our home base since '93, 30 years. Yep. Phoenix Suns. You know, the the, the yeah. big run back then with uh, Barkley and the gang. And, uh, but yeah, life these days is, takes us out of Arizona quite a bit. So when you travel so much for business and for pleasure, Mm -hmm. what aspects of travel, uh, help your creativity? Mm -hmm. And there, are there aspects of travel that hinder creativity? Uh, So, you know, I'll I'll have to think about the hinder. Um, The things that help it, um, one that, that may seem really odd, but I, I, I used to travel on the weekly to, um, I spent five years traveling to Pittsburgh every other week and then five years traveling to Chicago weekly. Wow. So I'd fly out of Sky Harbor on Tuesday morning. I'd get back on Friday nights, um, in Chicago and, um, man, I could get on that airplane and I knew I had this routine and I would bust out my day planner or whatever it was, whatever tool I was using at the time. And I just go through that list of like, these are the things that I need to get done. And that doesn't sound necessarily creative, but I mean, it, it opens up those creative juices because you kn- for me, I know I need to be organized. And, and so that was really helpful. And so there was a routine in this travel. Mm-hmm. That sounds really odd. Built-in focus time. Oh my goodness. It was, <laughs> you know, coach, don't put anybody in the middle seat. And I'm, that's first class for me, right? Yep. Because I can spread out and I can get some things done. Um, in the more traditional sense of travel, especially leisure travel, it's the, it's the architecture, it's the art, it's the history. Um, it could be just the, the natural beauty of, you know, I was thinking about it earlier, just the rivers inside Chicago, right? Yeah. And it's like, oh, there's so many other th- places that are inspiring, but just being able to walk over a river and, and that romance of being on a bridge yep. and the lighting on the bridge or the lighting in the night as it hits it. And, and there's so much just with the, you know, and 
we don't have that in Phoenix. Nope. We, don't, <laughs> we do have a river. Right. <laughs> they dammed it up uh, many decades ago. Right. And then had to build a fake lake. Yep, um, they did. <laughs> But we don't have this, you know, where you can walk over the bridges and you could take an architectural tour on yeah. boats. And I you love could that. diet green on St. Patrick's Day. And so I love seeing what people, what cities will do and communities will do uh, to honor their, their history and to honor what's um, unique about their their environment. I love that. So when you get inspired in an environment outside of your common environment, right? Going Phoenix to Chicago, for Mm -hmm. example, how does that inspiration uh, power or fuel creativity back into your app, back into the mutual product? Mm -hmm. (laughs) How does that feed? It might not be direct correlation, but how do you think that that separation from your environment helps fuel you in creating a great product like Yeah, I I think, you know, thinking differently and and being out of the norm. So when you get back to the norm, there's energy again that says, all right, I'm going to do this better. I just went somewhere. I experienced something, whether it was food or or the place or the people. And now I'm going to bring that back. I mean, sometimes there may be a specific, but I think it's just in general, that energy that comes back and says, I'm going to do it. You may not I may not be more refreshed from a physical perspective, because it's, you just got done with travel, or you need a vacation after your vacation. <laughs> uh, Been there. <laughs> but, but it's that energy that says, let's go, let's, let's do, go, let's do this. Right. Yeah. Right. Like you're ready to really engage because you took time off and relaxed. Mm-hmm. Now you're able to re-engage with full energy, full focus. Right. Right. Okay. So that's cool. And I'm thinking about mutual as a software product. You started it up. You kind of said you sequestered yourself. You're building mm-hmm. the product. Um, you were, it felt like you put a lot of energy and focus there. When did you know you had something great <laughs> and how did you then double down on that and grow the product? Yeah, that's interesting. couple points, probably one was uh, an interesting one that I remember, uh, well, and we started to build it, um, I want to say in August of, of, uh, 2015, it was a long time ago. And we got to uh, Thanksgiving time and our family was on vacation together. And uh, I unveiled it to the family, to the Ah. kids. Obviously, my wife knew about it. We were working on it. And the kids had heard about it. And our kids are, you know, in their 20s to, yeah, in their 20s at this point in Mm. time. And Built-in customer base. uh, Built-in customer base. Some (laughs) of them, uh, yeah, I think they were all, one was married at the time. One out of four. And so um, a built-in feedback loop as well. Right. Right. And typically they're going to say, hey, dad, you're not that cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so. You can rely on your children to always <laughs> share that with shoot you. Shoot straight. <laughs> and so developing a product for their specific instance and generation um, is interesting to get feedback on. And so we, uh, I, I had just a deck at that point in time, PowerPoint deck, and there were some concepts, uh, marketing concepts and tagline concepts that didn't make it, um, some imagery concepts that didn't make it. But as they looked at it, they said overall, yeah, that's a winner. Right. That, that, that's going to actually make a difference. And so getting that early feedback, that validation, it's like you're on the right track. Yeah. And I think, you know, subconsciously, they're probably thinking through, is there a market? Is there resistance to something like this? Is it going to be easy to onboard and that type of thing? And so I think from that time, time perspective, it was it. And then um, the other one was probably early on where we um, 
launched, so we launched in April of 2016, and you launch with one user, right? There's, right. A, there's a first user. You got to have a first user. That's pretty tough to match with anybody when you've got one user. <laughs> um, and so uh, we launched end of April and mid-July, and we kind of spread the word through the Phoenix area locally, through uh, young single adult congregations. And uh, I think it was August, and we heard, hey, uh, this guy proposed to a girl. Wow. Using and your product. Using our product. <laughs> and I was, I said, I, I need a name, you know, like yeah. I, I need evidence this on real? this. <laughs> and uh, they gave me the name. I said, I know that guy. I've, oh I've met gosh. him in California. He used to be in Los Angeles. And I, and I didn't know that he had relocated to Scottsdale. And, uh, and they imparted the, the sense of urgency for them was, um, I believe that if I have the story right, that his uh, girlfriend, then fiance, uh, had to relocate. And, and she had a quick change. It was either for schooling or for job, and it was going to take her out of the Phoenix, Phoenix area. And so all of a sudden, that, that becomes something that you have to act on. Yep. And, and, and in this case, it's like, okay, we've done our part. We've set the table. It's up to you to eat, right? It's up to you to make a commitment <laughs> and, and do that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I had to do that a few years ago too, make, a, make the commitment at some point. And, and, it, and it worked. And so they ended up getting married, um, you know, probably four months after the wow. app launched. And that's real. All of a sudden it's like, this is real. This changes lives. Yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna, this is gonna work. Okay. So I don't know if you have the stat, but I'm very curious. <laughs> Do you have any idea of how many successful matchmaking um, combinations you've put together over the years? <laughs> we, we don't. Okay. And part of the problem in dating apps is a sign of commitment yeah. is I deleted my app. app. Yep. I deleted my <laughs> app. And, and at the time where you're deleting the app, you know, we try to get some offboarding uh, data from that. And it's like, oh, I'm in a relationship. Okay, yeah. so it, and then they may really delete it, like you know, hard, hard, hard delete their account or something, not just delete the app off their phone. So we don't have great numbers, um, but there's not many people that I talk to that um, don't say, "I know somebody," yeah. you know. And and you know, I ran into an old colleague, uh, and he said, two of my sons met their wives uh, on mutual and and you hear these stories it's like well I did and my cousin did and and you see this where people will say hey it works give it a try check you know check your ego at the door right. just you know realize that you may want to meet somebody who you don't know already I mean if you think about your dating prospects are you gonna marry somebody you already know if let's just say you're single, unattached, no relationship right now, what's the chance you're going to marry somebody you already know or somebody that you're yet to meet? And I think it's significantly higher somebody that you're yet to meet. Okay. So now do I need to meet them in my local geography or do you want to open up your options? Right. And, and, and it's like, well, why wouldn't you, you, you know, why wouldn't you want to go right. a and little bit bigger on that? And mutual allows you to do oh, that yeah. in a targeted way around people with similar interests and beliefs. Absolutely. This is super powerful. I've, I've heard stories of we went to the ha same high school together. We never met each other and we met on the <laughs> app. And then you have people across the across the globe you yeah. know, that meet each other. And for whatever reason, they've they've found each other. And, you know, you've got South Africa and New Zealand and, you know, Australia and the U.S. I mean, the stories go on. I love that. So your creativity in building this product. You've created mutual and it's literally bringing lives together, creating marriages, families, et cetera. 
do you ever sit back and go like job well done? I don't need to work on this <laughs> product anymore. It's a win. Or does that somehow fuel you to want to make the product even better? Yeah. It, no, no, no resting on laurels there. Okay. And, and I think part of it is, you know, just kind of we can get really sincere at times on, on what we're doing as a product. We try to have fun. We've got a, you know, it's a small company. We have about 30 employees, but, but we all really care. And, and yet we realize that every life that we haven't touched yet could, that could be on us. Ah, a responsibility. Yeah, like what, what haven't we done right wow. to get the message across that somebody says, I am willing, right? I, I will be a little bit more vulnerable. I, I'm, I'm willing to use some tech and I'm not a tech person, right? There's, there's people, who, I'll never use a dating app. I hate apps, you know, I hate dating. But we can all agree on that. But if we haven't, so it's up to us with our marketing and our reach to say, how do we, how do we strike that chord? And there, I hear this story so many times um, and just call it, inspiration, personal revelation, or whatever, I had a feeling, I heard a voice, you know, I had a thought, and it was, give it one more chance. Mm. Get back on it. Wow. And, and as they do that, as the story unfolds, then, then it happens for them. And I think, you know, from my perspective, I had to be in the right frame of mind and place to allow the love that happened with myself and my wife when we met Right. And we, you know, got married. And if I had been in the places that I had been prior, <laughs> it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. And, and, you know, I had to get myself wow. in the right, right frame of mind to hear, you know, to hear the message or to hear the promptings yeah. that you might get. To have that inspiration strike. Yeah. So I love that you've created a software product. You've created this world that people are able to interact with others within and then they get to create within it. Oh man, now you're going deep and I'm glad you went there. Yeah. Like this is, so our show is about creating forward in your mm -hmm. life and creating things that allow you to create is one of the highest forms. Mm -hmm. And so I love that you created mutual yeah. for those that want to interact with certain people within their faith. But tell me about like, if I, obviously I'm happily married, I have a beautiful family, but if I were to log into this app and I were looking and I wanted to date, um, how can I be creative inside the app okay. to get what I want to get out of it yeah. and to find the person I want to find? How does that work? Um, I'll tell you how it doesn't work. Okay. Um, how it doesn't work is, ugh, I'm going to get on this dating app and they want pictures of me. Ugh, selfie, <laughs> selfie, selfie. Literally same, same outfit. Mailing it in with minimal effort. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you know, I, the, the number of pictures, and I'll pick on the guys a little bit because I am one, um, of, you know, the guy behind the steering wheel of the car. It's like, that was, that was it. That was like your best shot that you've got is you're, wow. you're in the car and you're, <laughs> you know, desperately making a profile right now. And, and so I bet that comes across to the ladies like mm, they're kind of mailing it in here. I don't think that's my guy. I, I, I think it does. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've I've given the advice of, you know, show people at your work, like show them what you do. I'm, could you imagine somebody who uh, hosts a podcast and they're like, this is my studio. This is where I'm going to spend 40 hours a week. Mm -hmm. You get a picture of this, right? There's a vibe that's going on. And you're like, I understand that person now. And so, 
you know, if they're just behind the steering wheel, are, are you an Uber driver? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, maybe yeah. that's what you do. So, so make some effort and be creative with it. And, and, and I think there's opportunities to show the different sides of your personality um, through, through the photos. And they don't have to be like you're gregarious. Maybe you're not gregarious. But show what you like to do and, and, and the different sides. And I think it's also important to, to show your family in that, too. You know, I'll see people in a family setting and all of a sudden you have a completely different picture of them than if they were as an individual. Because as an individual, you're trying to boast and, (laughs) you know, kind of uh, peacock, if you will. And all of a sudden now you're with your family and your family's real. Yep. Like you can see the different faces and the different challenges that people might have. And that's what you're going to have when you have a marriage relationship is you're going to support that family, that extended family. Something real. Yeah, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna have reunions with them. You're gonna vacation with them. You're gonna have Sunday dinners with them, or whatever it is. They're gonna ask you to borrow money sometime. <laughs> I mean, there's gonna be that's what you're getting. Right. You're you're not just marrying you know this cute girl. Right. You're you're getting you're getting everything, and that's when. Anyway, I think there's there's a lot of creative ways to do it. Yeah. We, we could be more creative in our dating profiles in general. I like that. So what I'm hearing. For our listeners that might be using any dating app, any creating dating your app, profile, sure. right? Being real and authentic and putting effort into showing your real life in your photos. Mm-hmm. That's one, it sounds like. Yep. Um, showing your challenges as well as your your successes to make yourself real so that people know like yeah. what your life is about. Uh, could you give us a few more tips for a profile? <laughs> I mean, you've seen probably so many success stories. Yeah. I would love to hear, and our I'm sure our audience would love to hear, what are some other things they would put in a dating profile? I, I, I didn't think we were going to talk about dating. So, um, <laughs> but but I'll, I, I would say letting people know what your goals are. I just did a, a workshop um, for a group of single adults and and it was on this, you know, what are the, the five photos? And it was your hobby. It was your work. It was your family. It's you while you're in service. Mm. Show serving some, others. Serving others. Show, Love it. You, you know, and maybe you're putting together, um, you're feeding the homeless. Maybe you're putting together healthcare kits. Um, whatever it is that you do to serve, think about it. And, and if you don't have any pictures of that, maybe you need to serve a little bit more. And ask <laughs> yeah. somebody to take a picture of you because that's, that's real. And it may just be serving elderly or being with your grandparent and, you know, and helping them out. And, um, and then, uh, then with your family, that was the last one. As far as uh, describing yourself, I think that's really important to help people understand what your goals are. And um, again, I didn't expect to, to talk about uh, You're doing uh, a great job. Dating. <laughs> but, uh, y- you know, there's a real difference between what women are looking for and what guys are looking for. Okay. And I think as and and I think there's some depth differences there, and oftentimes I think guys mis misjudge that like how how deep somebody may be looking or what they're looking for. And I've had so many women tell me, I'm looking for somebody who works hard, and who's honorable. Like that's it. Uh, honestly, if wow. you could step up to Sounds that. Sounds like they must be rare traits. Well, you think like, about sadly. how people portray themselves, uh, right? Those and aren't the things that they're showing. Very inward, very, you know, selfish and self-centered in such a way. Yeah. And it's like, you don't know. Like, okay. do you, are you out there earning a, earning a living? And it doesn't have to be a good living or a great living. Are you earning a living? Are you willing to work hard? Because 
it's going to be work, right? We're going to be working around the house. We're going to be working in the community. We're going to be working, raising kids. And I need to know that you're a worker. And, and I think there's ways to portray that yeah. in, um, in dating profiles and especially the more creative you can be. Somebody sees your personality as well. Yeah. And they're going to be attracted yeah. to that. Being yeah. your real self attracts people who want to be with someone like you. For sure. We talk about that all time on the show. Okay. So how can you as a product creator, knowing that these are the things that your users want and need, how are you able to build the product in a better way or add features or redesign the interface mm -hmm. in a way that can promote and support people um, creating in that way? Yeah, I think inter interface is important to us. We, we, as we designed the screens originally, um, we were competing. We were fast followers to some other apps that were already out there. Yep. And there are always frames around the pictures because it's a whole lot easier as a software designer to build the parameters and then force your users to fit into it. And what we, um, what we saw from a, a great design principle was just edge-to-edge -edge photos. You know, like every pixel on the on the device. Meaning, let the picture go the full width of the screen. Full, full width of the screen. Got it. If you're an Android user, let it wrap around the screen. You know, I mean, whatever. And so that was that was one of the things that we've always embraced, because you're also it's the main th way that you're seeing somebody, and so give them everything. Don't box it in. Don't make it smaller. Let them really express themselves. The way people take pictures and the different platforms they can upload pictures from was really important to us, the ability to crop and scale, because sometimes you're cropping out the guy next to you. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Boyfriend, number, you know, number 10. Um, and so, but it was a really good picture of me, so I want him right. cropped out of it. And to give them the tools like, uh, like that in the interface. And then also, just from a user experience standpoint, is make them comfortable when they're onboarding. And yep. make them, you know, help them understand that it's a trusted platform and that we're going to protect your data and we're going to protect you as a user. And one of the things we spend a considerable amount of technology as well as human resource time is just identifying scammers and people that are predators and that shouldn't be on an app to make it a safe and secure community um, for our other users. And I think that that comes out as people go through, even though some obstacles like photo verification, they realize that if they verify their photos, that means everybody else is. Right. And uh, That's and a nice way to help imply without you know saying it that like we're doing things to protect you yeah for sure i like that so what happened when you got your first bad review in the app store <laughs> i think we try to un unpack it and figure out what it's about you know and and we have plenty of bad reviews that are um miss uh, misguided as far as you know what they're really going after mm -hmm. they may be disgruntled because they're not getting matches and so they ah, say that it's you blame know, it on you <laughs> blame it on the software um, yeah, okay you know they might be unhappy because we charge a price uh, it is a free product but there's a premium offering that offers some advanced features and so you know the, their wording will imply that you know it, it's all about money and it's like well you know, then the large, the vast majority that pay nothing, I guess it's not all about, you know, the money on there. And, uh, and so we have to self-reflect and own it when it is something that we can take responsibility for. Right. And so I love nothing, our team loves nothing more than to get a review that says, this is broken, or this doesn't work, or for my needs, I don't appreciate this, where we can then uh, kind of uh, objectively take care of it as opposed to, um, you know, this sucks. Yeah, just sort of having an ax to grind <laughs> yeah. in the comments. So as the leader, uh, when feedback comes in 
how do you prioritize it? What's your process for prioritizing feedback? Yeah, I think, um, you know, safety is kind of our, our, our hallmark. And so we want to make sure that everybody's safe on the app. So that gets a high priority. It goes through certain escalations that come straight to me if, uh, if that's necessary. And uh, so I, I'll take care of some of the highest level issues that come in. And then it's, it's aggregating, you know, what people are looking for. So we have a kind of a crowdsource mechanism to vote on features. We have a public site where people can suggest features, um, vote them up or down as far as whether it's a oh, real need. Love that. So that, that's really helpful for us because then we know what the community uh, truly wants on that. And then we can match that up with people who are just bringing in ideas through other channels because it's coming at you from all angles, oh, yeah. right? We have our internal teams looking at competition. We have um, feedback that comes to, you know, if I show up at church, I get feedback, um, which, I uh, which I love. Um, uh, nobody ever stopped doing that. I, I'll take that directly. And, um, and then we can aggregate that crowdsourced uh, cool. feature set. I love that. I love cool. the stories that, that come out. We hear so many different ones. And, and I think longitudinally it'll be interesting after 10 years or 15 years to look back at the at the success of the relationships you know we know that divorce rates are high across our country and across the world um, there's real challenges that every relationship has and it's interesting um, you know hearing words like patient and and rock and I think that um, I, I believe that as people get to know each other at distance uh, they're forced to talk and, and not rely on just physical attraction and being around each other. And, and I dated my wife at distance. She lived in Vegas. Uh, I lived in Southern California when we were dating. And, the, you know, the three-hour, four-hour phone calls were, were validating. Like, that's, that's where we found out if we had the same interests and the same values and the same ideas about how we would go forward with things. And we weren't wrapped up on, you know, running around Disneyland trying to get on the next ride. And, you know, <laughs> at the end of the day saying, wasn't that great? Woo, for the win. No, we spent four hours just talking. Yeah. And, and, and you go through things. And, and I remember asking questions like, you know, what was your neighborhood like that you grew up in? How big was your house or how small was your house is really the question. Yeah. Um, because, you know, socioeconomically, we weren't in a great spot when I was growing up. Um, challenges in hers. And, and all of a sudden you realize you have a lot of commonality. Yeah. Then you talk, let's, let's talk about our goals. What, what do we want? Oh, well, gosh, I remember going to, you know, people's houses where they entertained all the kids in the neighborhood. And, you know, they had the resources to do that and, and how supportive and loving that felt. I'd, I'd really love to do that for my kids, you know, and, and then you start to dream together. And once you build that roadmap and, and that dream, then, you know, then get married and then go create, right? That's right. That, that real creation part of creativity is where now we're creating a family and we designed it. We, we talked about it as we were dating and, and now we're going to go do it. And, and we're, we're creating humans. Now we're raising these humans. We're shaping these humans and, uh, and it's a, just a, a beautiful end to, and you know, a story, and all of these stories lead to that. We yeah. we kind of catch them at the marriage part, yep. but we love it when we hear about the mutual babies, you know, <laughs> and we see the pictures and we see the sonograms, isn't and that amazing? Things like that, and it's like that's that, meaningful. That's that's what we're talking about because yep. it's not just oh we fell in love and have this romance story. It's n now we're building families and we're going to shape communities, and and it's, it's big. Thanks. And what I'm hearing is you created a way to connect, but then the real connection happens offline after that. That's Absolutely. when it's successful and that's when 
humans create together to create something outside of software. Yeah. But you're facilitating that spark to get them going. Yeah. Love it. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Bob, for being on the show. Thank you. And for anyone who wants to check it out, just search for Mutual in the App Store or in Google Play and check it out. See if you can find your, your new person. This is the Create Forward Show, a show about using creativity to create a meaningful life, a 10 out of 10 life. Thanks for tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram or TikTok at Create Forward Show. You can subscribe and watch the episodes on YouTube. Hope you have a great week. Take care and create forward. Thanks, Bob. Thank you. That was easy. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Your answers were amazing and I don't know. helpful, <laughs> inspiring. <laughs>